Welcome one, welcome all to Bet Some, Get Some, your sports betting entertainment podcast. Very quickly, if you please, if you're so inclined, please follow the show on Apple or Spotify and also leave a five-star review with a little bit of text. You know, I love the show. It made me rich, something like that. Here's why. It really helps the show grow and get discovered and it doesn't take a lot of effort but it really means the world to me. It really does. And so if you're so inclined, please do so. All right, we'll end it there. Um, also, stay tuned. In just a couple of days, I'm coming out with my NFL episode for this week's Bet Some, Get Some NFL Picks and Predictions. And I've got a lot to say about Aaron Rodgers and this whole storyline with the Jets, the poetry in there. Um, it's unbelievable. There's devil worshiping, not devil worshiping, but selling your soul to the devil elements in that episode. Um, It really is. What happened with Aaron Rodgers is unbelievable. And I've got some thoughts on that. So stay tuned for uh, the episode coming up in just a couple of days. The NFL Bet Some Get Some episode for this week. Now, this is college football and I've got three great bets for you. I'm really excited about these bets. I'm very confident in these bets. Let's get started So the first bet, Texas versus Wyoming. Wyoming is coming in as a 29-point underdog. And the over-under is 45 and a half. Just a few stats. Wyoming, when they are an underdog of three or more points, they are 8-2-1 against the spread. Let's keep that in mind. Texas and Wyoming both average over 30 points per game. Texas averaging 35 and a half points per game. Wyoming averaging 33 points a game. Texas does it passing, Wyoming does it running. You run the ball and you chew that clock down. I think that's a great argument for plus 29 points. Wyoming's going to grind that clock down, make it hard for Texas to win by more than 29 points. Both teams, on average, score over 30 points a game. So I think it's also a fair bet to think that the over 45 and a half is a good bet. Very quickly, let's just talk about Wyoming and Texas a little bit. Craig Bull is the longest tenured head coach at University of Wyoming. He's been there 10 years and he's enjoyed some moderate success, you know, what you would expect from a Wyoming type team. Remember, nobody really wants to go there. Wyoming, Laramie, Wyoming in particular sucks. There's nothing there. It's very windy. And what is there is ugly. Craig Bull has established a stable culture. The ceiling isn't the highest, but neither is the floor. So, you know, seven and five, maybe win a bowl game. Um, eight and four at the high end, usually, you know, something like that. That's who Wyoming is. Let's talk about Texas. Texas has not enjoyed a culture of success basically since Colt McCoy was the quarterback there, 2009, 2010. They have sky high pressure and anything below an 11 win season is an utter failure. They're coming off a major upset against Alabama. You know, they beat Alabama pretty handily. People are saying now that Texas beat Alabama, that shows Alabama's dynasty is over. Is that true? I don't really think so. But um, there's just a lot of pressure on Texas right now. And I'm going to argue they don't know how to handle it. After this week, Texas is in the national spotlight. And there's no culture in place to keep them even keeled as they move on to a Wyoming team that they believe they're going to stomp. I think they are going to stomp them, but not by 29 points. Right now, here's where Texas is. They are going to be treated like kings on campus and really everywhere in Austin. They are going to get their NIL checks, head to 6th Street, and party hard. 
not just party hard, but the women of University of Texas, the women of Austin, are going to be throwing themselves at these young University of Texas football players. I've been to Austin. I've been to University of Texas. I've walked around campus. Those are different women, man. That type of gorgeous is unparalleled. You know, the type of women that go to college in the Southeast, in the Texas area, Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia, God almighty, man, that is a different level of beauty. And when they throw themselves at you, I don't care if you're Tim Tebow, you're going to have a hard time refusing. At the very least, it's going to be a major distraction. So I think they're going to go to 6th Street, party with some of the most beautiful women on the planet, and afterwards maybe do a little bit of cocaine with Coach Sarkeesian. Who knows? These boys from Laramie, though, they're the same every week because there's nothing in Laramie except football. It's a boring town. There's nothing there. And again, what is there is ugly. All there is to do is prepare for the next football game. And I think they're going to be as ready as they can be. This is going to be a post-Alabama hangover for some of these Texas players because they don't all know how to handle the spotlight that they're in. The winning culture at University of Texas has been forgotten, and the new winning culture has not been established. It hasn't been happening for long enough. They're going to win this game, don't get me wrong, but are they going to cover? Are they going to win by 29 points? No, they're not. I don't think so. For the players at Wyoming, this is like the Super Bowl. It's an incredible experience to go to Texas Memorial and play against University of Texas. It's not just an incredible experience, it's a childhood dream. Wyoming is going to give Texas everything they have. They're going to go to Texas Memorial Stadium invigorated, juiced up by the crowd. It's not going to intimidate them. Again, this is what they grew up seeing on TV. You know, this is a really big deal. It's very exciting. And there's no pressure. They're not going to a national championship. They're not going to a playoff game. This is the playoff for them. This is the Super Bowl. Most of them, pretty much all of them, are not going to the NFL. This is as good as it gets playing University of Texas at Texas Memorial Stadium. This is a group of guys from Laramie, Wyoming that love football. For these Wyoming Cowboys, out of boring, horrible Laramie, the experience is a stress-free dream come true to play University of Texas, and they're throwing caution to the wind, and they're playing with yeehaw. No fear, no pain, no worry, just pure football. Texas, on the other hand, they've got a lot of stress to be perfect. And they risk underestimating this Wyoming team during a post-Alabama victory hangover. And I think because of that, Wyoming's going to cover. Wyoming plus 29 is my pick. And I think because they both average over 30 points a game, it will also be the over 48 and a half. Let's move on. Michigan versus Bowling Green. Bowling Green is a 41-point underdog here against the Michigan Wolverines. I love Michigan. That is my favorite team in the whole world. University of Michigan Athletics is my heart and soul. I love them, so I do not gamble on them. But I would be remiss if I didn't tell you what the best bet is here because I think this gamble is a steal. I wouldn't even call it gambling. Bowling Green plus 41 is the pick here. Michigan is the classiest organization in college football. That's a fact, Jack. And uh, they also don't ever cover partly because they're so classy. Here's what's going to happen in this game against Bowling Green. They're going to spank some tush, big time. Quarter one, quarter two, they're going to really spank some tush. And by halftime, the score is going to be around 32 to zero. And then 
uh, when the third quarter starts, the starters will all come out and the backups will come in. They might score one more time. Maybe they'll get another field goal. But the backup quarterbacks for Michigan are not very good. So they're not going to score any more than a total of 39 points in this matchup. That's, that's just true. So it'll probably be 39-0 to zero at the end of the game. By the time we're midway through the third quarter, it's going to be 39 to nothing with the third and fourth string in the game, and that'll be all. So Bowling Green plus 41, that's it. That's the pick. That's an easy pick, guys. I'm telling you, Michigan is not going to cover here because they're classy. And finally, we have Colorado playing Colorado State. Colorado is a 23 and a half point favorite here, and the over-under is 59 and a half. So everybody's there. The big noon kickoff show is going to be in Boulder. College game day is going to be in Boulder. And uh, the reason for that is because these programs want to capitalize off Colorado's hype, Deion Sanders' hype, before they are expected to lose against Oregon and that super hot fire starts to dwindle just a little bit. Colorado is going to destroy Colorado State. I read on Twitter, I think it's put perfectly, Colorado State here is a sacrificial ram. That's just the fact of the matter. Here's the thing about CSU. Colorado State is in a beautiful town called Fort Collins. I've been there. And in Fort Collins, life is good. That's how you can sum up the town and living in that town. Fort Collins is perfect. It's an all-American town. The town is pretty. Life is just good. Beautiful scenery, good things to do, good restaurants. Life is just picturesque. And that could be tricky for a football team that perpetually sucks. And CSU perpetually sucks. After a while, when you suck in a town like Fort Collins at a school like Colorado State, you just kind of slip into this mentality of, you know, whatever, life is good. And you just let the sucking continue because you're happy and you're satisfied. And there's no pressure. Nobody cares about Colorado State. It's not like Texas or Oklahoma where the boosters are chomping at your throat. You know, it's whatever. Life is good. Colorado, on the other hand, they need to put their foot on the gas. The Pac-12 is so competitive right now. Every game, you can rack up the points. It matters. College football playoff voting down the line will look at teams who maybe have one or two losses and go, okay, they've got one or two losses, but Colorado did beat Colorado State by 65 points. And that passes the eye test. The eye test means something. This is Colorado's chance for the first time on the national stage to destroy a team like Alabama did against Middle Tennessee earlier this year or Oregon did when it played Portland State and beat them by like 70 points. When you play a pipsqueak, you got to treat them like a pipsqueak in new college football because when you treat a pipsqueak like a pipsqueak, it stands out to college football playoff voters. That's just a fact. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is going to have this team ready. He's going to have this team ready to send a message, and they're going to send it, baby. Colorado minus 23.5 is an easy bet. And consider this parlay. Minus 23.5 with the over 59.5. Colorado State University has a historically bad defense. Really bad. Really bad. Like the all-decades team bad. But their passing game isn't that terrible. And they've got some returners coming back from last year that are going to be a little bit better than they were last year. So listen, 
They're going to have just a sort of decent passing game as far as Mountain West standards go. And I think that could very easily turn into seven points. Maybe it could turn into 10 or even 14 points. And that's all you'll need for a Colorado State team to contribute to Colorado taking this over 59 and a half points for the point total here. I mean, for God's sakes, they gave up 54 points to Washington State University. Washington State University, they're decent, but they're no Colorado. This is by far the worst defense Colorado is going to play all year. The over is very easily going to exceed 59 and a half points. So combine the over there with Colorado winning minus 23 and a half. This was bet some, get some. I feel very good about these bets. I've been on a heater this year. I mean, this has been a great year for me. And if you've joined along for the ride, it's been a damn good year for you too. Once again, this is Bet Some Get Some, your sports betting entertainment podcast. If you're so inclined, please follow the show, Apple, Spotify, and uh, leave a five-star review for us. Say, you made me rich. I love this show. It entertains me. keeps me alive. Whatever you want. Five-star review, a little blurb of positivity in text form that really does a lot for helping the show grow. Stay tuned. In just a couple of days, the NFL episode will be uploaded, and I've got good stuff. I've got good takes on the Aaron Rodgers situation, plus excellent bets. Stay tuned for that. This is Bet Some Get Some. Each, me, sang.